The Octopus King A Story for the Letter O There once was a fisherman called Lan Yu who lived under the bright copper sun and cloudless sky of blue in southern China. Every day he pushed his bamboo boat into the jade green waters of the vast sea and every day he came back with a couple dozen fish, sometimes less, other times more, all to be sold at the village market. One day he threw his net many times, but it came back empty. Again and again, Lan Yu's net arose dripping from the silvery ripples of the sea, only to come back as empty as it had been cast. The calm surface of the sea seemed to be mocking him that day. All of a sudden, Lan Yu felt the pull of a struggle in his net. He had finally caught something. Heaving, the fisherman brought the net up with hopeful heart. Great was his disappointment when he saw no fish in the net. Instead, Lan Yu found entangled in the ropes a small octopus, only a little bigger than his hand, making an awkward and desperate attempt to break free from the net. Seeing that poor creature looked hopeless, Lan Yu felt sorry for it. Carefully, with infinite patience, he disentangled the silvery gray tentacles of the octopus from the net, one by one. The octopus stopped struggling and waited motionless to be set free. As if it understood, Lan Yu meant it no harm. When the eight tentacles were detached from the ropes, Lan Yu took the octopus gently in both of his hands and lowered it into the water, saying, Goodbye, octopus. Take care not to be caught again in the fisherman's net. The untangled part of the octopus's body inflated like a balloon with water and as soon as it made contact with the surface of the sea. The creature stayed still for some minutes, groping with its tentacles as if it were trying to decide which was the best way to go. Finally, it propelled its body forward and disappeared under the foam of the wave. Lan Yu was happy to see the creature safely in the sea again, as it was getting dark by this time. He gathered in that part of his net that was still hung over the railing of his boat and began to make it f- make his way home. Oh well, one day without food won't kill me, he thought while he tried. He tied his boat to a post that was at the end of the pier in front of his hut. Some years later, Lan Yu again fishing, when a sea storm caught him so suddenly that he was unable to reach the shore. The fragile boat tossed and floundered under the gigantic waves until it capsized and overturned. Lan Yu was engulfed by the roaring waves, and as he went down, he lost consciousness. The force of the storm carried him away a great distance to the bottom of the sea. When Lan Yu awoke, he was in a splendid hall, all covered with a mother of pearl and red and white coral. The floor was so polished and clear that Lan Yu could see his own reflection. He looked around and saw octopuses of various sizes and colors swimming in all directions. Am I dead? And is this the afterlife? Lan Yu wondered without understanding. Suddenly, a row of octopuses sounded their trumpets and a big black octopus wearing a golden mantle around announced in a thundering voice. Your Majesty, the silvery lord of the seven seas and his bride, princess of the white foam.
to Lanyu's surprise, a bulky octopus as big as a man floated forward through the waters as effortlessly as a bird flies in the sky. Lines of bubbles trailed behind it. The octopus was a silver gray and swam proudly to a coral throne on top of on top of a pile. He had a golden crown embedded with pearls on his huge head, and in one of his tentacles, he carried a mother-of-pearl scepter. A small octopus followed after him. It was white and slender and also carried a crown on its head. It slid with graceful movements in the water and sat on the throne by the side of the gray octopus. That must be the princess of the white foam, guessed Lan Yu. The octopus king raised his scepter and pointed at Lan Yu, saying, Approach, fisherman! Lan Yu walked forward and bent down in front of the fr- in front of the throne, almost kneeling, not knowing if he was suffering from a delusion or if he had reached the afterlife. Arise, good fisherman! Perhaps you don't remember, but we have met before. I am the little octopus you once saved and threw back into the sea. I was just the crown prince by that time, but I had not forgotten your kindness. When you began to drown when I when you began to drown in the sea storm, I felt sorry for you and decided to bring you to my realm. A coral necklace was placed around your neck to enable you to breathe underwater. The fisherman looked down and noticed the necklace for the first time. It was made of red and white coral, and the pendants of the necklace strangely shaped like octopus tentacles. Now, today I am celebrating my wedding to the lovely Princess of White Foam, who comes from a distant realm. It is my wish that you attend our wedding feast. Lan Yu said said to the octopus king that he would be extremely honored to take part in such a noble celebration. The king ordered a coral chair to be brought to his guest, and clapping two of his tentacles together, he ordered the music to start. From the four corners of the hall, gray, white, blue, and black octopuses came forward, holding drums, lyres, and harps. Etherical music wafted through the air, played by the nimble tentacles of the octopus musicians. Sometimes sad, sometimes happy, sometimes fast, sometimes slow, the music filled the hall, bringing joy to the fisherman's heart as no music had done before. He thought that the octopus conjured to the mind the very soul and essence of the sea, and indeed, they made the purest sound imaginable with their instruments. Later, after they were married and at the banquet, the octopuses bearing trays in their tentacles filled into the banquet chambers and set dishes of food down all along the table. Lan Yu tasted the most exquisite foods served on the mother-of-pearl dishes. A black octopus offered him a cup of pearl wine that bore no comparison to the richest wine on dry land. Lan Yu danced a waltz with the octopus princess and listened to a choir of whales singing harmonious songs of the sea. The feast went on for many hours, and when it was time to part, the octopus king said to the fisherman, Keep the coral necklace about your neck so you will be able to visit us whenever you want. You just have to jump into the sea and we shall fetch you. Now I will give you a parting gift. Take this, said the octopus king, placing in Lan Yu's hand a gold fishbone. It is a magical fishbone that will make your life more comfortable. 
Whenever you need your net to be filled with fish, hold the fishbone in front of the black stone of the seashore and say, Lord of the seven seas, please grant me a plentiful net. The sea ebbs and flows, but your realm remains untouched. Lan Yu thanked the octopus king profusely for his offer, and then he was taken back to the surface of the sea, escorted by two octopus guards. Once on the shore, he waved farewell to his new friends and went to his hut. With time, Lan Yu became a prosperous fisherman. Although he was not rich, he lived quite comfortably. Thanks to the fishbone, his net was always full of fish, both in summer and in winter. His neighbor, however, was very envious of the man who resented Lan Yu's good fortune. One day, the neighbor followed Lan Yu to the beach and saw how Lan Yu filled his net with the aid of the golden fishbone. Taking a heavy oar, the neighbor beat Lan Yu with it until the poor fisherman lost his senses. The envious neighbor took possession of the fishbone and ran off, thinking about all the money he could earn with nets always full of fish. When Lan Yu recovered his senses, he searched for the fishbone with no avail. Crawling across the beach with much effort, he threw himself into the sea. The octopus guards took him gently with their tentacles, and in a few minutes, he was in the octopus king's realm. The princess herself healed his bleeding head and with his other injuries used a potent ointment made of weeds, black pearl powder, and anemones. Lan Yu told the octopus king how he was attacked by his neighbor and his fishbone was stolen. The king consoled him in a soothing tone, saying, Fear not, good man. Your fishbone won't be long in undeserving hands. Go back home and rest your injured body. We shall take care of any everything. Lan Yu went back to his home and collapsed on his bed. His whole body was still aching from the beating he had received, but no longer bleeding thanks to the miraculous ointment. The envious neighbor held the fishbone and said the magical words in front of the black stone. The sea churned violently as soon as he said the words. Good, the fish are coming to the net, he thought. However, an enormous wave rose up and got the neighbor, and it struck right on top of him. He had no time to run further inland. Horrified, he saw floating by his side a black octopus, twice as big as the man who said to him in a threatening voice. The fishbone was given as a gift because it was well-deserved. It does not work for unscrupulous people like you. It will not work for the ungrateful. Holding the fisherman tightly in his tentacles, as thick as a bamboo trunks, the octopus began to strangle him. The next day, Lan Yu found his neighbor lying on the beach in front of the black stone. A few meters away lay the body of his neighbor. The face of the corpse was frightfully blue and contorted in an agonizing grimace. Lan Yu lived many years, profiting from the fishbone. He was a good man, always willing to help those in need. Everybody in the fishing village and along the shore loved and respected him. Sometimes Lan Yu visited his friends in the sea, and every time he went to the octopus kingdom's realm, he was received with great feasts that lasted many days, and there was always plenty of food, music, and merrymaking. The end. <laughs>